Now, I pray for the eyes of your heart to be enlightened, that you may know God better. Let him open your eyes in Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode three of my podcast. Today, I want to share with you another excerpt from my book, Envision, which is now available on Amazon in ebook and paperback form. So I just wanted to write this book from my heart. And here is the excerpt from the very first uh, page. I love to see in the spirit. Now, right off the bat, I want to, to let you know that this is going to be about awakening your spiritual senses so that you can begin to perceive things in the unknown, okay? Seeing gives you an advantage and heightened senses, even physically. I've learned this from experience. Now, I love to see in the spirit. Seeing in the spirit is actually rather popular nowadays. Plenty of my friends have been curious about learning how to see things like visions, dreams, and even angels. I call this envisioning. It's a new term the Lord has given me. And this book is really about learning to envision your life according to your five physical senses. This includes hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, and of course, seeing itself. As it says in the Aramaic translation of the Bible, from the book of Hebrews, chapter 5, verse 14. Now, this is critical. Solid food is for the mature, those whose senses are instructed to distinguish good and evil because they practice, okay? So the essence of this passage is that your ability to perceive the unknown comes from diligent practice and use of your senses by faith. That means that you simply believe it's true, okay? Now, now I'll give you an exercise. I got it from Sir Bob Jones, who is deceased. He said, take a loaf of bread, okay? Can you feel the bread? Can you smell it? Can you taste it? Can you see it? Can you hear someone else eating it? Then you've used your five physical senses. You also are able to perceive this supernaturally as well. It's like a picture. You're not actually holding it, but somebody has a picture of it. Now the picture is in your mind. Now you're seeing. And God himself can give you visions. Here's one thing you should know. As it says in the book of Hebrews, learning to see requires practice. It is like a profession of sorts in the kingdom of heaven, and I am a seer or one who sees this way regularly. Okay. However, you do not have to be a seer proper, as in a a prophet who prophesies for the Father as a prophet. You can just be a regular person that envisions the supernatural in their ordinary life. So you can just have visions while you're going about childcare, 
reading, writing, or doing whatever. God wants to meet you personally. And I want to help you envision the imperceptible. This takes time, but if you follow my advice, you'll get a basic understanding of this heart-based mysticism, this heart mysticism. Throughout my life, others have told me I can see into the heart. I'm quite perceptive. In college, I was always the girl called upon by my professors to answer a question about the meaning of a story. And I ended up with an English degree from a very fine institution, by the way, so to speak. Even with that distinction, with all the distinctions that I've acquired over my life, I consider it not worthy to be compared to my Jesus Christ. Being a seer is enhanced by my ability to see him. Seeing him, that's the true prize. That's what really excites me and makes me the proudest of all. Being a seer makes me so happy with Christ in a difficult world. And I wanna teach you more about the seer realm. I have a book called The Prayer Life of a Seer for a more advanced study of the seer. Nevertheless, this book is a primer. It is meant to get you started and the beautiful act of repose with your bridegroom. So this is a reward, it's Christ. Prepare to see a new world, friends. Welcome aboard. Choo-choo, the train. As my love says, but whenever these things begin to happen, take heart and lift up your head because your salvation draws near. The book of Luke, chapter 21, verse 28, Aramaic. <laughs>